everybody! Hi, Mike! Cheers. Uh, <laughs> welcome again to the best of worst of British. Now, it's a bit of a sad day because this is actually our last film review of the series. Well, you say sad. <laughs> for, the lis- for the listener, dear, not for us. For us, it's a relief. We're going to- I'm going on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> this is a joyous moment for us, really. An actual holiday or a, d- a cinematic holiday? Cinematic. You're not going to watch anything that's a 90 re- minute narrative. I'm going to return to back- going back to not watching films. <laughs> back to sitcoms. It was a happier time. <laughs> it really was. It was like, yeah. Hey, someone dropped out. Hey, Mike, do you want to do this podcast? Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you have to do? Watch films. Oh! <laughs> Bad <Fine>. films? Oh! <laughs> British films oh <laughs> and that is the um, backstory of how I came to being on this podcast now um, I can't do it alone I'm your host this week but I can't do it alone can I not no so I brought two compadres once again to my left is hello I'm Thomas Hodkinson and I'm just really glad to be here champion and to the corner it is Lorcan Mullen I'm also ecstatic to be amongst my peers and in your own house. Uh, yes, that also helps as well. You guys do all the travelling. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we're going to review another film. And this week, it is Pudsy the Dog. That movie. Everyone, this is Pudsy Poos. Pudsy Poos? This is Flossy, Fuzzy Cheeks, and Princess Peach Pringle. <laughs> Get me out of this, Tutu. See ya. Oh, oh my doggy walkie. He's never strayed. This is great. On my own with nobody to bother me. Far from the city. What's going on over there? Leave them alone. Hey, bullies. What a brave dog. We should at least give him something as a thank you. Great idea. Sausages. This has to be worth at least one sausage. Can we keep him? But now he's moved. Welcome to Season M Farm. Mr. Thorne? Yes? I dress for comfort. Creepy. I don't think he likes dogs. To the funny farm. Ken, you are not a chicken. I am. I laid an egg. Ow. That's not an egg. No. Tough. I'm going to be sick. Finally lost my appetite. This summer. Pudsy, don't you dare. So tasty. Hi, run him off! Stop that dog! Uh oh. I despise dogs! <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to replace Season's End Farm, the massive shopping mall. Oh no! Thorn will destroy the farm. Meet the top dog. What is it, boy? The bulb is in danger. You've got to come and help. Whose greatest talent? We've got to run away, JCB. No! Tommy! Is being a hero. Tommy, no! I'm going to Tommy! Are we dogs? We don't dance. Well, after that performance, I've changed my mind. Pudsey, the movie. Featuring David Walliams as the voice of Pudsey. Yes, it's me. Who else? You finally did it! I said I could. Well, I never. So, two definitive statements in one title. <laughs> just, just some background. Pudsey, of course, being the winner of Britain's Got Talent 20... Was it 12? Something I, I've never, ever, ever I, watched Britain's Got me. Talent. I just, I just... No, actually, I think I might have watched the first bits of the first year. Yeah. And I don't mind it as much, actually, as the other ones, because it is, by definition, a variety show, so therefore you get a variety of entertainments. Like, if, if I had to watch one of those competitions, I would pick that over a, a Pop Idol or um, X Factor or a Strictly Come Dancing. I don't watch any of those. Well, maybe I'd pick the Bake Off before that. I don't know, but, you know. Yeah, maybe MasterChef, because I like food. Mm. But, um, yeah, Pudsey is... Dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. They say it dances... I don't think it's so much dances and more just gets in hind legs and jumps up and down. Well, this is this is kind of how I summarise the whole production of this thing. Some guy with a bit of money and a big cigar <laughs> yelled at one of his underlings after watching the TV. This dog can dance on its hind legs. Make a movie. Was it thingy majiggy? Son Cowell. Yeah, yeah. I think he he was very much a driving force behind this film. So he went on their sh- went on his show. He wrote right and make cash out of that. Nick the dog. Does he host ta- Got Talent? I don't know. Yeah, he, he, he came up with the format. 
Uh, yeah, but sometimes he doesn't necessarily well, host them. He, does, I think it? he's he's on the panel quite a lot. I think he was definitely on for that years. Because I know he was never on America's Got Talent. Because the thing with that was like Piers Morgan was the villain on America's Got Talent. I think he like he was the America. nasty one. But then when they did Britain's Got Talent, he had to be one of the more positive ones. Yeah, and Simon Cowell was the nasty one because that's what everyone has. To, you know, that's, yeah, he had to pretend that he the wasn't a prick. They're both dickheads. What and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so... I always wonder with Piers Morgan, it's like, you must know that you're making, like, a net loss for civilization. <laughs> you going away, everyone else would agree would be better for society. Yeah, but then as, as people, television is People shown, like him. Do they like him people or do like... they get, are they entertained by things that he is involved with? I know people at work who, who like him, they think he talks sense. <sighs> well, yeah, I work in Sutton Caulfield. For people who outside of the Birmingham area, Sutton Coalfield. It's on Coalfield, it would elect a picture of a blue cup um, rather than any person from any other uh, political party. So, yeah. I was, I was in a lunch with the Tory MP for Sutton Coalfield. Oh, he's a prick. Yeah. Andrew Plebgate. Yeah. Can't remember his surname. Mitchell or Marshall? Andrew Mitchell. Yeah. I think yeah. that might be right. Mitchell. He's an he absolute, was... absolute dickhead. Yeah. My encounter with him, he was perfectly fine to me, but I did also say just very matter-of-factly with the bluntness that a 17-year-old can have who's into politics. <laughs> I said, well, I first put it as, you must be more nervous when it was the candidacy election for the Tory choice rather than the actual by-election itself, and he did confess that he wasn't. I said, look, you could... And I literally said this to him, you could get a donkey's ass to run for Tory. <laughs> and I genuinely became a bit of a hero among some of the more left-leaning teachers oh, in my nice. school when it was reported back what I'd said to him, you know. Who did the voice for Pudsey? David Williams. Mm. Who I'm fairly certain was a judge on the show when Pudsey that That's what many think it's yeah. Carol, because it's got everyone in there. If he's producing it or whatever, yeah, you've got well, Williams doing voice. There's, there's a variety of different people in, including, I found out, the uh, talent agent that took on Pudsey and the Handler turns up as, I think, a chicken at some point. Oh, okay. Did they just nick the dog from the owner? <laughs> <laughs> was in bed one night. No, she, she was very much involved in the filming process. Oh, you see her in the, uh, the, the outtakes afterwards. All right, so you give her 20 quid and shut her up. Yeah. Where, do you, where do you guys stand as far as David Williams goes? On his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, See, I was such I a fan of rock um, profiles. Yeah, yeah, I adored yeah, I rock that. profile. Yeah. Um, I think what he's done is he's he's realised that he can tap into a mainstream mm, audience rather than I being think cult like he, he was writes for a while. good kids books. In fairness to him, they're decent. That's the thing. Is that is is he writing good ones or is it because there's Quentin Blake illustrations? You sort of think, ah, oh, it's like Roald Dahl, and that must be <laughs> good. There's possibly a bit of that, but they're quite entertaining kids books. Um, his show Little Britain first series was decent. Yeah, Big Skull was awful. What else has he done? No, he does all yeah, talent. He does, he does all sorts of things. I think with David Williams, the thing that I noticed that he's a famous person that actively enjoys being famous. Yes. Seeks out yes. being famous. Yeah. You look at the path that Matt Lucas has gone down compared to what David mm. Williams has gone down. You can see that David, that Matt Lucas is maybe more interested in the art side of things. I would have yeah. loved to have seen the, the work is more important to Matt Lucas than the result. Whereas I think it's vice versa with David. Williams. In fairness, they both made their money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, look, yeah. I kind of feel like maybe famous people should be people that want to be famous. Because they're the ones oh. that can kind of adapt well, they... to it and deal. That's that's kind of why, as much as I despise James Corden, maybe he should be this famous because he mm. actively wants to be this famous. He's, he's sorted out, and he and he likes it, you know, as opposed to someone that's like maybe a naturally gifted, talented person that fame is an unfortunate byproduct of what they want mm. to do, and they therefore suffer because of it, you know. Maybe maybe the Walliamses of this world should be famous as much as they can annoy, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I would, I would have loved to have seen just because I've read um, Lucas's book and a couple of podcasts with him. I would have loved to have seen their live shows at Edinburgh just before Little Britain, yeah, because they yeah. sounded just chaos. Yeah, and of course, what like early Williams is fantastic. Like his cameo in, in space, space is incredible. Oh god, phenomenal. yeah, I was going to bring that up. It's not finished. It's, it's finished. finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's the timing, guys. We had the timing down just we're, right. We've had 15 episodes of it. So, <laughs> you know, we're getting there. We're getting a lesson a day. Anyway, so... Um, there really is so little to talk about the film. I, yeah, we're, we're going to go on for quite a few Well, times. again, I've now decided to be the voice of positivity. <laughs> if you know me in real life, that's really funny. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so I'm going to try and build this up as... Uh... Good luck. Yeah, I'm going to try and... Bit, no, no. I just yeah, don't. Yeah. I just the, the key point, the key note that I made. I made a few when I knew it was an important note. When no, when I feel the need to put in capitals, 
And my main note for this was, who does this appeal to? I don't get who this film's supposed to appeal to. Okay, Idiot children. Well, uh, it plays for really young children, but then they, there's like so much of it they try and make emotional about dead dads and moving house, but then they don't put any actual groundwork into it. There's no, they don't work. They hard want at to that. hit on change and you know in childhood and blah blah blah. It's, a, they, it's a kids film, you know. But the, but the, I, I, but the I would humor's, put this on. But like you say, the humor's targeted so low. This is a film that I work in a school. This is a film that would put on on a wet playtime. You'd put it on. And the kids would find it funny. But then there are like unpleasant bits, joke, jokes involving fecal matter and yeah, so there's, forth. There's poo, there's poo jokes and there's a talking dog that eats pies. Mm. That's given up most of the plot of the film. <laughs> but Shall, it's like, uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Shall we stop? It's fine. You're keen to. He just wants to knock this out in half an hour. <laughs> Hudsey the dog. The movie. Question. Now, okay, um, breaking the fourth wall here. I watched this about a month ago uh-huh. uh, for the last record, and we've had a bit of a gap. Can't really remember it, so I'm I'll be honest hope my notes are... Uh, yeah. I watched it last night, and I was forgetting what was happening whilst it was happening. <laughs> just, I, I think that's been like the, the result of 15 episodes worth of mm. just barraging your mind with bullshit. But even then, there's nothing to cling on to with this film. Like, the story is so weak. Mm. There are sequences that just Spoiler resolve... Spoiler we're about to go into it. Ugh. ...that resolve within themselves very quickly, and it's just not... It's not a good film. It's discuss... barely a film. I say we should discuss this as we go. Mm. Mm. So, the film opens with Pudsey on a film set. Seems to be, like, the artist-inspired, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like a... a, a... Sort of 19th Really? Not even through the first sentence you're going on a fucking detail. No, we're talking about the film within itself. Yeah. We're talking about the aesthetics and set designs. We're trying to paint a picture for the audience. And the intentions of the director, you bastard. <laughs> All right, calm, calm down. If that's been released. Be artistic, you wank. I'll start it again. All right. Uh, the film opens with Pudsey on a film set and... It seems to be a reference to the artist, wouldn't yeah, you say? Yeah, it's sort of 1930s-esque. The aesthetics yeah. design yeah. and the black and the white. The mise-en-scene. Yes, very much so. <laughs> That's one for the, uh, what was it, the sixth form uh, media students out there. <laughs> I've never, I'll be honest, I, is mise-en-scene... That is you two now. You're still there, you haven't moved on. Mise-en-scene is basically everything that's on screen. Is that what it's it is? It's basically the sort of, uh, the style, the clothing, the aesthetics, that, that all comes under mise-en-scene. Okay. It's the intent of the scene, is that what this I believe so. translation Right, he's in a black and white film. And <laughs> Quite reminiscent of the film The Artist, wouldn't yeah, you say? No, I mean, The Artist also had a dancing dog within it, so... Yes, yeah, that's true, actually. Some comparisons yeah, to yeah, make, yeah. you know. I want an Oscar. I want many Oscars. Yeah. Just one of those Award-winning ones... dogs all over the place. It's just one of those ones where 18 months later you kind of go, really? No, I'm still enjoying it. I don't I'm mind like... it, but it's like... What? I don't mind I was, it. I thought, that, I thought the woof would shut you up. Really no, did. No, I really no. did. I don't mind it. It's just not... You guys not... had drunk Khan last time. This is ours. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's just, it's like, it is what it is. And it's not, it's not... I just don't see how many people will say that was the best film of this year. I, I mean, comparing to some of the other films I saw that year, it was the better film. I can't recall off the top of my head what I had. Nor can I, but I remember the big worst. Tell me more. Um, right, like, so Pudsey is, <laughs> Pudsey is, he's on the film set, it and he's being fired, oh fuck, fuck. <laughs> all of you go to hell, oh, <laughs> first fucking line on four pages of notes, go on, right, he's come on, on a, be professional, he's on a film set, <laughs> your he's film on, set, like the artist, yeah, He's on a film set, he's being fired. That's showbiz, baby. Um, but Pudsey's fine with this because he's a dog. Uh, then we go into the opening credits. Where you see names that get increasingly depressed at them. I like them. Oh, they're in this. I oh, like them. No. Oh, they're in this. We've all got a pair of mortgage, all right? Fair enough. Yeah. They got, they got that credit sequence blows my mind, though. Uh, but I, like, I quite liked it. Pudsey the dog going Pudsey around is, London is without big... paying for a fucking cab fare, Dobbed. <laughs> yeah, but he skipped the tube fares because he's a dog. Oh. I don't know, there's barriers. Surely those barriers are so they go down so low that the dog won't be able to sneak under it. He can limber. That's he's pudsy, he's magic. That's true. One That's thing magic. that does concern me about it though, you've got David Williams voicing the title <laughs> character <laughs> and he doesn't write the theme tune or sing the theme tune. No, he doesn't. <clears throat> no. They get some absolute wretched it's songs. Really, instead. really awful kind of oh. Pudsy! Nye, 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 nye. Fuck off. Oh well, <laughs> that was that was that was take one. Yeah. <laughs> That is uh, also the director saying for the first scene, trying to get the dog in place because it looked like a bitch to film. Hey. Just like making the dog. No, he's, he's a full dog, doesn't he? He's yeah. not a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. okay. 
That actually wasn't a joke. It just it was dumb, looked like a bitch to film. But yeah, so Pudsey in the opening credits to us some sort of poppy music. He's, he's going around, he's seeing the sights. He's seeing Big Ben. He goes on a bus. He goes on the tube. Blah 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 blah. Those human statues, yeah. all that sort of stuff. They would yeah. do that in that London. Um, so then uh, the music ends, and we see Pudsey through a park in London. Let's say Hyde Park. Doesn't matter. And he's walking around. And <laughs> it was you and McGregor, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's getting into one of those big orgies. Yeah, hustle from hustles, trying to have a piss. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but Pudsey sees a family, and he looks at them, and he's like, oh, well, it looks all right, but I don't need a family. I don't see the point in them, because he's a dog. <laughs> I've, I've a, a lot of my ending oh. of sentences here is because he's a dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got literally about yeah. eight notes which just say, it's a dog. Yeah. I did notice that whilst Pudsey didn't go down Broad Street, he did end up on Abbey Road. Yeah, was... I think one, one note I've got here is uh, Pudsey roams a park alone, glad that there's no one to bother him. Suddenly he spots Tom Hardy and becomes very nervous. <laughs> doing cool. This is look, well, this is the first Cash series. <laughs> uh, so Pudsey gets on a bus. Um, he doesn't pay because he's a dog. Um, and he sits on the back like a cool kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, he hops on the bus and gets and leered up by Jack and Stan. Cool. And he sees that off of... cigarettes. This is such a hard podcast to get into. There's so <laughs> many background. series. One, Jesus, lads. So he sees uh, the school kid is picking on a girl, and Podsy has a keen sense of justice and real, thinks this is upsetting. Now, the girl had all like ripped and torn clothes. I thought it was meant to suggest that they were impoverished. But that doesn't seem to be the case. No. So was it a fashion statement she was making? Yes. That's always been the way they would like little rips in the jeans and but the it jackets wasn't and like, stuff. But it wasn't even like a, a cool... When was this? 2012? So... Yeah, about that time. Mm. Uh, just after uni. Yeah, no, it was ripped. It was just like rips. Oh, Everyone's got rips in the jeans now, haven't they? Yeah, the I've noticed that. Are they back? They're paying yeah. more yeah, for ripped jeans there. than for the... Yeah, yeah that's always what gets you, the ones that are tucked. It's just... Like Buy some more jeans and rip them yourself, you fucking yeah. idiot. And the ones, the, the denim jackets with the there's rips all over the back. It's like, oh god, what's the point? You're supposed to wear it in. That's the whole beauty yeah. of it. I've got beaten up leather jackets I've had for ten years or so, and they look battered now because they've actually worn in. I'm sounding about seventy. These kids, they don't want to put in the effort, do they? They don't. They don't, they don't want to make it. <laughs> I love, I love the kid that bullies her on the bus as well because yeah. he like, do you want to go out on a date? And it's like really, in like the most non bullyish way, he just goes. Nah. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Is that what really constitutes for bullying?" Also, it was like their last day at this school anyway, so I would have thought yeah. they'd just be in a fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. I'm off to the country. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Um, anyway, so the bus stops and the kids and Pudsey get off. The girls continue to be bullied by the naughty boys and girls. Um, so the big bullies, they go and give her brother a big old wedgie. This is like actually an atomic wedgie that goes over the yeah. head and everything. The comic, a comically large wedgie. The thing then... that bothered me though was the dubbing. Like this was this oh, was, that was dreadful. It was yeah, yeah, the worst yeah. dubbing since Garth Marenghi, and that was done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, was, that was awful. But then Pudsey is the hero, you see, and he attacks the wedgie giver. Uh, yeah, yeah, but here's the thing: for a dog that has a bite that could snap this kid's arm, he's only he a wee... drop kicks the fucking kid. <laughs> he's only a wee dog. He goes Jeff Hardy and drop kicks the fucker. <laughs> he's only a wee dog though. He hasn't got. Yeah, that but big he's amount. still. Oh mate, they've got a, the, any dog worth its fucking axle has got enough of a bite yeah. to really do some damage. Don't they've got a grip? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you can't show a dog biting people. You have to show him drop kicking instead. Anyway, we find out the kids are are, are the kids of Jessica. The kids Hines. are the kids. The kids are the kids. <laughs> the kids are the well, kids. Well, thanks for that, Captain Obvious. Thank you. Uh, Jessica. The kids, the kids, the dogs, the dog, and we all make a film. Yay! Jessica Hines is a cruel but kind mum. Um, not cruel, is she? Well, she's not. She's not. She's just very in, uninterested in the kids. Well, no, because no, because Pudsey comes back with them then. To saving them, and she won't allow them to have a pet. That's what? not cruel. That's just it's common sense. Reasonable. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> these Jessica kids, Haynes is this, a perfectly reasonable mum. These, <laughs> these, these kids can't look after their own clothes, let alone a dog. <laughs> They're getting wedgies and all sorts. If they can't look after themselves. Uh, but the reason... Jessica Hines, though, throughout this whole film, Jessica just... Stevenson. It'll be Stevenson to me. <laughs> yeah. It's why? Because you want her to divorce, get a miserable divorce, so you can swoop in. No, is that re- what you want? I just, I just remember her from space. She, uh, yeah, she just does not seem to give a fuck. She's counting the money. She's film. counting the money in her head. I hope she's and not fair play. Well. Fair play. Um, anyway, uh, the reason they can't keep Pudsey is because they're moving away from the city into the country. I love a line she can pause out with. Between moving house and a new job, I just have too much on my plate already. Whoa, down! Slow down, Jessica. This plot's going a mile a minute. <laughs> <laughs> She's just got this whole utterly 
bereft of energy yeah. performance. Yeah. There was like, a... I think you could argue some of it is she's clearly mourning for her dead husband. They don't say how long it's been since he died. If it, it sounds fairly recent. recent. See, yeah, I yeah. think what happened is they actually gave her like this massive long uh, monologue. But she thought, nah, I'm not doing that. So she just says all the plot points there. Yeah. <laughs> this is my note. I think she might as well have just said this. Their dad's dead. Care! Patsy <laughs> <laughs> sees some sausages and dog jizzes everywhere. Patsy <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem to care much for this family in all yeah, honesty. Yeah, it's just more like, hey, time. you've got sausages. I want to be here. <laughs> it's convenient as well how there was like a massive plate of sausages that was conveniently left in the fridge. It's, a, fil- packing it's a film, mate. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, fuck it. Mate, it's a film. It's an- fun. Another line that gets Comedy. Me. Another, line. <laughs> another line that was in here that got to me. You wouldn't complain if I spent my time staring at a tree. No, I'd send you to a psychologist. Finally, dialogue worth my time. That was actually quite funny. <laughs> so they can't keep Pudsey, but they, they realise he's a lovely dog. So they give him away to uh, basically a mad old lady next door, and she wants to dress him up. Uh, this is this genuinely borders on animal I think this is abuse. Yeah, yeah. Because... She's but, already got a few dogs that have, she's been kept hostage, is the implication? Well, she's painted them purple. <laughs> yes. Yes. But then the dogs that she's painted. Poodles, yeah, of course. The, the, the painted, most hilarious of all the dogs. The, the painted poodles. Yeah. Like, painted poodles? What a lovely communi- alliteration. Communicate to Pudsy that uh, they, they want to be euthanised. <laughs> yes. Yes. The one turns around, please kill me. Let like, me wow. die. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite horrific. Ten minutes in, and you get euthanisation in a kids' film. That's remarkable. Basically, Pudsey opens a door, and they escape. Well done, Pudsey. He's a little rebel. And he hides in the world's smallest moving van for a family of four. <laughs> it's, it's this tiny, tiny, tiny little van. It's compact it's a car yeah. and a trailer. Yeah. I think, I think it's because it's quite a nice house in London so I think it's one of those ones with a lot of surface wealth you know it's, it's a nice house but they've got one chair oh, <laughs> you know that's yeah, all you can afford here's thing I noticed about so, that trailer there's no uh, license plate on the back that's an uh, automatic fine good mm. lord thank you um, traffic warden Tom fat man. <laughs> traffic warden Tom is what we'll call the you now fat man fat man <laughs> that is what we'll call you please do um, so Pudsey is in the back of the van and they're driving along to the country but oh no the car breaks down Oh, oh, that's damn. a shame. So the first person they meet is a handsome stranger who Jessica instantly fancies and takes a shine to. And he gives them a, a, a tow back to the new house. It's it, uh, The thing there is, though, that they park up and then this tractor starts coming towards them and they get terrified because they're London types. They mm. don't understand what tractors are. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. So they get to the new house after the, the handsome stranger has picked them up. Pudsey uh, escapes from the van. And they're like, oh, what are you doing here, Pudsey? We, we left you in London. God, this is as thrilling as the fugitive, isn't it? Oh, really? Oh, he's, he's a rebel as old Pudsey. Uh, the new landlord arrives as well. Uh, but the advert said... John Sessions. John Sessions, yes. What the fuck is he doing in this? But the ad- uh, oh, come on. John Sessions is not a man who's like, I am... I'm... I'm like Daniel Day-Lewis, I can pick and choose whatever projects I do. But he's better than this. But the advert for the new house said no dogs, so they have to hide Pudsey. Oh. I don't understand that. House in the countryside. No yeah. dogs! That's specifically what... That's like the first thing you have to do when you get a house in the countryside. <laughs> yeah, it's kind you of get awful. yourself a dog. That's what I'm going to do if I get to, if I ever end up moving to the countryside. Ah, favourite colour dog. Um, finally! Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a fan of the whole genre for the most part, really. The whole genre, yeah, genre dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, but I guess I go with a classic, maybe a golden retriever or a Labrador. Just keep it simple. Mm. But if I was older, I'd want a smaller. Like I quite like the West Highland uh, Yorkshire, West Highland Terriers. Oh, okay. I'm a big fan of those. Um, so if I'm older, when I get a dog, then I think I might get something more like that. Mm. I don't want one that barks all the time. You know, if I can avoid it. Oh, it depends. But I like all dogs, to be honest. Bill, don't like films. Don't like dogs. <gasps> so this is. A I don't know what offends me more. <laughs> but we're gonna have to do best of worst of dogs soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything that you got to pick up its shit. So, why are you with me? Hey! <laughs> Stop wording things like that. Okay? <laughs> How about yourself, Tom? Uh, I am definitely a hound sort of guy. Like, I had uh, Bassett Fauve de Britain growing up, and uh-huh. it is my favourite thing in the world, the tiny little bugger. <laughs> so, I would, if I had the money, I would buy a large plot of land, get a good five or six of them, <laughs> and just let them roam across the fields and go mental. <laughs> be great. Just have them race each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, just, just, oh, the, a good, good hound, uh, like a basset, I'd love a basset hound. Mm. 
Just rub its face occasionally. <laughs> People do that to you in the streets. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Pudsy is nothing like a hound dog. What is what breed? Oh, is right. come on, come on. Breed is Pudsy. Um, he's the oh. wank breed. Oh, okay. Oh, that was. I'm upset about that. <laughs> Pudsy is nothing like a hound dog. I have to talk about hound. Dog, for God's sake. Hey, I I instantly went in with crying all the time. Thank you very much. <laughs> you did. You did. So, it turns out that the uh, stranger who's helped them and the landlord have a long-running conflict. The landlord is horrible and the house is a shithole. And the landlord also has a Scottish cat. Asshole cat is an asshole. I, I mean, genuinely can't remember cats Scottish? at all. <laughs> you only bring it up, like, once. You think that'd be, like, a long-running... It's, it's, yeah. it's for this setup, basically. Pudsy can smell the cat. Now, Pudsy's hiding because they're not allowed dogs in the house. Mm. Pudsy is hiding, but he can smell the cat. Pudsy doesn't like cats. So then he attacks the landlord uh, whilst trying to chase the cat. The landlord cries that he hates dogs, and then he lists lots of dogs. He hates them all. That was that sequence. That was your favourite bit? <laughs> yeah! 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 That one too. It basically was, I don't like this dog, I don't like this dog, I don't like this dog. We, like, like, we get like, it. I don't, I don't like this dog, dog, I don't like this dog. Mate, trees. Mate, I think that was a really good joke. Mate, we get it, we don't like dogs. Are you a cat person in general? Oh, I don't mind a cat. Mm. But like, I'll get a cat, but then I'm that man who lives on his own with a cat. Yeah. So I've got to find a woman and then I can get a cat. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. I was, um, I'm trying to imagine a Scottish cat. It's got a bowl of milk and iron brew mixed <laughs> <laughs> together. Um, right, so the landlord fucks off. And uh, Jessica Haynes... Haynes? Jessica Haynes uh, agrees that they can keep Pudsey as long as they keep it away from the landlord when he's around. Mm. Uh, Pudsy's knocking about the house, which is obviously in a farm, and he starts talking to the horses and the pig. Now his mouth starts moving. Yes. So has he yeah. been muttering all this time? I don't get the laws of this. Also, it's weird because that reminds me of the film Babe, and this this is yes. Babe that fucks me off. And what's, no what's shocking is this is made twenty years after Babe, but the mouth Looks effects are worse. worse by such a long distance. It might as well have done that, that Conan O'Brien thing where you take the, a still photo of a famous person and get a guy going, Hello! I'm, <laughs> I'm Pudsy the dog! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the sausages? <laughs> that was like a pip-pip. <laughs> How much do dogs love sausages or is it just dogs love food in I think general? it's just general meat. Yeah. General meat. <laughs> Tom saluted. Uh, very much like the joke from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, Did anyone think the whole running gag about the pig that thought it was a chicken was a sign of transphobia? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, Look, actually, I'm trying to find I, I something to read into yeah. this film. So, There's a potentially philosophical debate about whether the pigs decide to identify as a chicken is a representation of the trans community in the modern world. Or just another subtle nod to Babe. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. I am, aren't I? Yeah. I'm always so, so, uh, yeah, so Pudsy, he's talking away to the, uh, to the horses and the pig. The pig... Thinks it's a chicken, so it, and it lays eggs. It doesn't lay eggs. It's a shit. That is the first shit joke of the film. Oh, it's not Rem- the first shit joke. Remember, remember that because <laughs> we're coming back to that most times. It's it's the first shit joke. It's not the first shit joke. <laughs> first joke about shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the the ch- the middle no the youngest child who's a mute for some reason. Uh, <laughs> the youngest child is in its own film. The youngest child is in a horror film. Oh yeah. Where it kill is plotting to kill yes. the rest of yeah, their yeah. family. He got his dad, and now he's coming for the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> creepy little bastard. Looks like he murders cats for the thrill. <laughs> well, he he almost tries to uh, kill Pudsy by giving him custard creams. Now, if dogs are allowed chocolate, surely a custard cream's going to fuck it up. I don't know. I don't know whether if there's any ingredients for dinner custard cream that can affect the dog. Is it true though that dogs die if they eat chocolate? It's no. the, it, it's, they can't it, die. It, it's, it affects their stomach yeah. when they get the shits. It depends on how much yeah. they eat. Like, yeah. I think yeah. dark chocolate they can get away with. Just Milk like chocolate affects their stomach. If they eat too much of it, it can become quite poisonous. Oh, okay. Veterinary Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so your fun facts, Tom. Um, Oh, whatever you said earlier. Keep it light. <laughs> Is this the bit now where the, the, the far too old boy gets into bed with his mum? I don't know, mate. I'm just reading my notes. I can't remember it. <laughs> I can't, literally cannot remember any of this. I'm just reading my bullet points. Uh, Pudsy. What? Oh, I can't read my notes either. 
Your handwriting's not that bad. I'm quite. No, I'm just trying. I'm trying to remember what. You're trying to understand the context of the sentence. It doesn't. Okay, so Pudsey's having a dream, and then he starts tripping balls, and he's running in a field chasing sausages, talking sausages, sausages that look a lot like a condom. If you ask me, that looked like that was a condom costume that they'd had to try and sausageify. How much did they pay someone to run across a field dressed as a sausage? I would a... do that for a film. I absolutely would. Yeah, that's just a runner, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's a dream, and he's chasing it. Uh, the kids wake Pudsley up, and then they go to take him into town for breakfast. No, we definitely missed the bit then when the kid goes into bed with his mum. The two kids go to bed with their mum. Uh, the, the, like the, the 15, 14 year old girl and the 10 year, 13 year old oh girl. that's the, the first night they spend there yeah because yeah, it's all yeah. and it's like it's not even like it's a can I stay here tonight it's just the general come on let's do the daily routine <laughs> night routine <laughs> get in bed with mummy yeah so the kids are the girl is your special pillow is the girl supposed to be about 16 that's what you're hoping isn't it I'm hoping <laughs> I'll be up. I'm hoping she's 25 <laughs> <laughs> Because I found her very attractive. Hopefully she's 20, she's 25 now, surely. Shall we do the research? No, I'm scared. <laughs> Tom, yeah, might, might be a good idea to do your research now so I'll know how much editing I need. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's take a, a very swift break just to uh, okay. have a quick look at the edit. And cross my fingers. Let's move an email, please, gentlemen. Turn the airplane mode off. Nine. Let's see where this goes. Is Belle going to prison? We'll find out in just half an hour. <laughs> she was 18. And you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, pretty baby, you're just 19. That was an Eagles of Death Note reference. Oh, hang on, I've got a message. Izzy Michael Small. She was born 1996. 22. So she's this was made about four now. years ago. Oh, you you are skating that <laughs> fine line there, my man. Ooh, that's tight. <laughs> so is she, baby. <laughs> it was released in 2014. So she was 18 when it was released. 18. To be when fair, it, it looks like it's got about okay. the production values that it was made whilst it was about to be premiered the next day. Before we jump on anything else, I just want to have a quick look one thing. Okay, that's a bit weird. What do you look at? Um, the lad that she pursues throughout the whole thing. Oh, like, he Nick, was older. Nicholas yeah. Lindhurst Jr. Yes. Yeah, he was born in 1989, making him seven years older than her. Oh, and she was only 60 at oh, the time. He I'm just eight, built up big. I was 86. Weird. So, you know, there's hope. Yeah. There's not. So, was it half your age plus seven? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. I I once spoke to this woman uh, at my yeah. job about this crazy idea of the appropriate age for you to date a woman. Come, she said, "What you do is you take half your age and then you add the other half of your age." <laughs> I was like, "That's ridiculous! No one's ever going to do that." <laughs> All the twenty-eight-year-olds are married or children. I yeah, what's your I haven't, I haven't gone there for a long time, but it used to be like um, I think when I was thirty-one, I was on there, thirty-one or thirty-two. Mm. I think I was going 27 to 34 or 35. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think I'll change that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 32 and mine starts at 27 now. I used to yeah. like the idea of someone younger because I thought, you know, they don't know I think any... you find them insufferable. Yeah, I, you know, this is the oh, thing. This is the thing. Because I, you know, my, my thing in my head is if you go with someone sort of 24, 25, they don't know any better. You know, I, I, I look like a catch almost. Not a catch, obviously not. But, you know, I look acceptable. Someone who's, you know, a little bit older, 30 or so, no, they know I'm fucking, they know I'm a fucking idiot. Someone I know, a friend, old friend that I used to drink with, he's like 70 odd uh, in Norwich, and he's just got a girlfriend and he calls her his girlfriend. They're both in their 70s. Yeah, it's it's always that weird one, isn't it? This is my girlfriend. Mate, you're 75. Just say your partner. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, that sounds so formal, like, because he must have had a period where he was just going out with her at first, so it was like... Like two months in, if you say my partner, she'd be like, "Oh, put on yeah, the brakes." <laughs> you just say oh, this person but, I'm seeing, or the other half. Because my current companion. I don't think I could say that at 32. Like, if ever I get a girlfriend again, which you, you never know. The last few years haven't been good. I don't. Girlfriend is a young term, isn't it? Exactly. Girlfriend. It's, it's, it's the girl. No, but, under, but there's never yeah. been like any socially acceptable lady friend, woman friend, man friend. 
guy friends. Personally, you're seeing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're partner, seeing, it, seeing each other. Partner's part, now the acceptable term. Part, yeah. Partner always now to me sounds like one of those ones that people say it was like, we do not bow to the societal requirements of marriage. You know, <laughs> we my, don't need gender specifications, yeah. we're just partners. Uh, give us our civil union. Blah, 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 blah. Fine. <laughs> How about it? How did we get here? Because <laughs> you wanted to bang a child. <laughs> As so many of our departments. Because you are the swimming pool. Nuts. She was 18. That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. She was 18. It's fine. Just, it was fine. She was 18 when it was released. 2012. How old? Yeah, but how she old was in I... school in the film. It's not allowed. So this is my next note. So if we can go back. My next note this. is Pudsey sees a pie. My next note. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this over the journalist. My, this might, that might be the scene I've made in my last note. Hang on, just... when are we coming back into this? Because this is. Just... <laughs> my next note is that is a massive cucumber. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Quite a creepy thing for a child to say to a twenty-year-old, isn't it? Right. Okay. So they've had. Somehow, the scene that we're all in bed together, which we established the three kids, one's supposed to be 16, one's 13, the other's about nine. All right? Rough, give or take, doesn't matter yeah. the ages. They're all in m- the mum's bed, which is weird. No, the boy, the weirdest thing is the youngest one isn't, because they do, like I said, that's where it's like yeah. a heart, like I said, you could take 20 minutes of this and put it into a horror film, mm. I would oh, yeah. say. And one of them is this shot of them all together, the mum, the 14-year-old girl, the 16-year-old girl, <laughs> played by an 18-year-old <laughs> woman. <laughs> and, the, and the 14, 13, 14 year old boy all lying in bed together and then the camera does a smooth sort of Stanley Kubrick shiny-esque pan across the landing across to the landing to the other bed where the boy is sitting on the bed like opposite side and they're bathed in light and he's bathed in darkness and he's got oh, his man. eyes open that kid's a plotting <laughs> it's ominous <laughs> fuck so while they're all they're, while they're in bed together this is when Pudsey is having a dream about the running talking sausages yeah and the kids wake him up and they go to breakfast in the town Put, uh, as they're walking through the town Pudsey sees a massive pie and then he can read the sign because dogs can read this dog that, can mate that said this uh, dog's got talent this he does Wee. Uh, and it reads the world's biggest steak pie. Ooh. No kidneys. Save that one under your hat. Remember that, that's an important plot point for later. <laughs> okay. uh, the kids meet some locals. Uh, Including one with a massive cucumber. I've put down the Molly. Um, so the her, Molly. So her name is Molly. <laughs> uh, she meets a boy that she fancies straight away and comments on the size man, of his man cucumber. She a man she fancies. Strapping man. <laughs> but she comments on the size of his massive cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Because why wouldn't you when you're a child? <laughs> oh, that's a big cucumber, isn't it? I guess this is before the aubergine um, uh, emoji took off. <laughs> <laughs> so while this is going on, while the kids are talking to the locals, uh, Pudsey is having an internal uh, moral debate with himself. He's got, and then he gets the, the devil dog and the angel dog. I can imagine Jessica Hines having a similar conversation when she got the script. No, she just looked at the check. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't think this film paid that much. I just think, unfortunately... <laughs> For a lot of actors, like you said, they need the work. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but so there's the devil dog and the angel dog, and they're debating whether um, he should go and jump at the pie or not. So uh, that's that's a thing. It's um, a moral dilemma, isn't it? <laughs> you know. So Radio Four did a moral maze episode all about it. Yeah, we'll get completely. Good evening. Good. Whether to jump into a pie or in not. Fairness, that probably, is our debate today. They probably would these days. In fairness. <laughs> uh, so the locals are still uh, are talking to the kids and telling them to come to the fate, the local fate, which is the main plot device of the film. Pudsey is then found eating the massive pie. Of course he is. He's a dog. Uh, then he then he runs. It does like pie. If it's got meat in it and the bread passes to a bit of gravy. Would they so, eat pastry yeah. though? I Again, would that be dangerous for a dog's pastry. constitution? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. It's a very buttery pastry. Because you're yeah. saying that Pudsey died pretty soon after this. I'm mm. just saying. <laughs> I mean, this, this, could be, this could be a Brandon Lee in the Crow situation for all we know. This, this was he like, ate a pie. He didn't fucking take a bullet. Uh, I mean, this was a massive. This was like the dandy cow pie. This was oh, yeah, yeah. massive, it was. we we'll skip that scene. So the Pudsey has jumped into a pie. Oh, dog's causing chaos. Uh, just quickly... Yeah. Um, because there's something I've noticed here mm-hmm. that I forgot to throw in when we first meet the Scottish cat. Do you know who voices the Scottish cat? Well, it's not mentioned again, but okay. Would you like me to blow your minds on who voices was the Scottish cat? Was it Matt Lucas? No. Uh, was it... David Tennant? No. Um, um, who's Scottish? Billy Connolly. No. Who it's was it? Lorraine Kelly. Oh. Ah! 
I forgot. See, I forgot it was a lady cat. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I quite fancy so, the main cat is in this film, as is David Williams. Uh, well, no one liked the film. No one heard it. I love the lady cat. Who else is in this? Oh, fucking. Uh, Peter Serafinowicz is one yeah, of the horses. Yeah, he's a posh horse. With I Olivia... was wondering the, the horse voice was familiar. He's doing With Olivia his... Coleman. He's doing his best Stephen Fry oh, impression. Oh, man. Olivia Coleman's a horse in this they film. They drag more and more people into And then they put Amanda Holden in this. Oh, she makes a second appearance she... in The Best of Worst of British. Yeah, she's a, she plays a chicken. Huh. As I think does one of the, like I say, the, uh, the guy who's the talent. She's one of the cronies on... Um... Britain's Got Talent, don't you? Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's the okay. point. Yeah. Alright, so they're doing in-house, saving money. Yeah, yeah. Sensible. Well, kind of. What the hell happens next? Um, I was wondering, who we, what would you cast Piers Morgan as? <laughs> yes, he was the pile of shit, yes! He was the egg, he was the egg. <laughs> Jessica now uh, tells the kids off, and uh, as punishment for Pudsy jumping into a pie, they have to clean the house. Cue the cleaning montage of the kids doing all the sweeping and the hoovering and all sorts of that. Also, cue Mike's first loo break of the film. <laughs> uh, that ate up three minutes, as did the montage. So, perfect timing for that. Uh, so, it was like you, your piss got soundtrack. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which wasn't unpleasurable. I went like... <laughs> Next scene, the kids are going to help out on the farm. Uh, Molly tries to flirt with the girl she met. Um, with a girl she met? With a girl she met. Well, this, this is like a in, weird... This is Michael's eye view. This is, this is, I suspected as much, but I didn't want to say anything, you know? I just thought she was an attractive girl, okay? This, this, this is my nose, how she got dressed up. She got dressed like yes. she came... I dressed that she looked like she came sixth in the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest. I say she got dressed like she just put her, her whole head through a peacock. Yeah, it's like a weird blue, like, skull cap thing. Yeah. Like she's about to go swimming, but in a pool made of lemonade? Just a, or, <laughs> just a bad Bjork uh, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shit Bjork. <laughs> love, love Bjork. Uh, maybe that's why I fancied her, because I fancy Bjork. I love Bjork. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just that's it. Yeah, that's that the reason you should Um... Right, yeah, so Molly is trying to flirt with the... Um, with Nicola the farm, with the farm, Jr. Yes, Nicola Andrews Jr. With the farmhand. <laughs> and she what learns how to milk a cow. Um, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I've got a note there. Oh, fucking hell, this is not a movie. Squeezing them <laughs> teats. <laughs> but, I mean, that made me think, milk's a weird invention, isn't it? it well, is. it was Billy Connolly's famous routine of what did the first person that was milk, <laughs> what milked they think cow, it was going to be? What did they think they were doing? <laughs> and what was their reaction when what happened happened? <laughs> Uh, also, while they're trying and failing to milk the cow, uh, the pig lays another egg. Shit joke number two. It's just emphasizing that every time the pig thinks it's laid an egg, it's taking it's a taking shit. a massive shit. Yeah. Well, well not a massive. Or taking shit. a Piers Morgan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <clears throat> shit shame the pig. It's just a normal. Yeah, um, it's a do. biological yeah. reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't shit shame. Hang on. Are you trans shaming? <laughs> <laughs> because it thinks it's a chicken. Yeah. No. You. It's pretty obvious no. biologically that it is still a pig for pig <laughs> shit and no one else does. Therefore, I shall refer to it. But if it, it wants to be a chicken, let it be a chicken. Oh, it has to go through procedures to be a chicken. It must. <laughs> I do not. It must present as chicken for at least three years before we will allow it proper chicken I, hormonal treatment. I barely understand gender <laughs> politics, let alone by different animal ones. Okay. Oh, Jessica Haynes. She wrote space. Remember. Uh, she goes to do some paperwork with the landlord because the landlord is not very good at it, and he has a massive, massive, massive house. Yeah, and there's weird again. This is like a horror film. There's weird mm. moments of backlighting. Yeah, mm. there was a part, part earlier where Jessica Hines is there, full shot, admonishing the kids, and it's like she's given like this angelic glow behind herself. Mm. It's like, is this a sign that she's the next one the kids gonna kill? No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the ghost of a dead husband lighting her up. Yeah. And then there's the like so well, the, well, this one. There's the atmospheric shot of him yeah. up at the top of the stairs with. Uh, <laughs> well, with I've, the got, I've got I've again got something this. from a horror film. But this one, it's basically proven that landlord has loads of money. Um, and but he's but she's got to help out with the paperwork. The landlord is dressed as a cat. Discuss. Yeah, a full wool yeah. cat suit with ears. Like the George Gall the Galloway yeah. from Big Brother, dressed as. A cat. Oh no, no, he goes like beyond that. Yeah, and actually yeah. physically dressed. So up. this is a furry shaming. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Oh, you snowflake cocks. Um, you brought it up. I know, that's the worst part. It's, 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 it, I mean, John Sessions is better than this. I keep saying this. Uh, do you, um, this. For, for the record, are you happy with you snowflake cocks? <laughs> was it cocks or was cox. that? Cocks. Cucks. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, right. But so, yeah, again, really odd backlighting. It does seem like something from a horror film. And there's mm. a really bad joke of him just stepping onto a bucket, but like he had, he should have seen that bucket. It wasn't a surprise bucket. So the landlord, <sighs> landlord's dressed as a cat. Um, the film kind of ignores that. Uh, <laughs> but the girl is now back on the farm trying to do farm jobs to impress the boy. Uh, and then uh, she's doing so. She's still milking the cow at this point. Gets milk in the face. Oh, no. what are you like? Very suggestive. Cucumbers, milk in the face, all sorts. It's just not carry on a manual again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then does a horse kick somebody? Yeah, she gets yeah. a full kick yeah. to the face. <laughs> that breaks bones. Sends a flying. <laughs> that kills. Which did she try to milk the horse? Is that what I'm getting here? I saw I saw a film this year, The Rider, that's about a guy who has like a, a career, a life altering injury from getting kicked by a horse. Like he's got scars across his head. It's oh, horrible. God. It's a good film though. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. Quite a review. <laughs> sounds nice. I was definitely watching that. Uh, Pudsey decides he's going to solve the kids' problems now. So he's in the house. He's settled in. Uh, he's like, right, okay. We've got an hour left of the film. Let's sort this shit out. Uh, he's going to start with the mute kid. Uh, the mute kid is upset because the dad left or has died. We're not really sure. Uh, and the uh, next scene there is that the two boys decide to take Pudsey for a walk. As they're walking along in this field, they find an old well. Horror movie moments mm-hmm. as well, again. By uh, the ring. And there's a small wooden plank that's covering it. Uh, the mute child falls in. Oh, oh, dear. This is, like... But he's not actually in any danger at any point. Well, like, he's in, not drowning in the water. You can't a child in a kid's film. No, but you can... You can f- no, but there are films where a child looks in peril. Mm-hmm. And there's no peril. He's, like, just... He's just sitting down in the well. Here's the thing. He, but he, if, it was no, if the water was so shallow, then surely the fall would be enough... Uh, that's what I thought why did he not break his ankle yeah. with the amount of distance he went down but here's the thing we spent the entire film watching a film that really wants to be Babe mm. and now it's about to go all lassie on us well the dog Pudsey thinks uh, he can save the kids and in many ways he has um, <laughs> let's find out later this is the so, thing like, so the, mu- the mute child falls in uh, and you know, there's some tension music being built up and stuff. But not um, reflected in the action. No, no. In under a minute, uh, everything is solved. <laughs> but, the, but this is the crazy bit, though. They bring him up, but he drops his dad's he drops his watch. watch. Yeah. And they say, "Leave it," and he does, and he's fine. But so, but they, it seems like it's like your dad's dead. Get over it. <laughs> this is it. So basically, he loses the watch, and then he starts speaking again after being mute for ages. So was the watch controlling his vocal cords? Ah, it's a horror film. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he was mute beforehand. But then, I just love the idea of, like, the, the one thing I liked about that kid is that he didn't say a single word. Oh, he's... now. Now he's chatting away like a good one. He's better than the snarky of a middle child. The boy, That's like, the boy who wants the to middle be a child to go down the well. Oh, <laughs> he's down there. Fuck it. <laughs> we've not really mentioned the kids, but so you got the girl who's awkward, the middle child who wants to be a comedian and just does shit one-liners throughout, and then you have got the mute. It's like, oh. The mute is my favourite. I'm, I'm guessing at this point the middle kid's got his own podcast going. I'd assume you know, so. Life yeah, in yeah. the country. That's you know? <laughs> take about eight years to upload an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so Jessica's back home and um, the mute speaks and she's like, oh, but you're speaking, that's great, let's have a chippy. Um, <laughs> basically. Celebrate with a batter sausage. <laughs> Drive seven miles, there we go. <laughs> well, that's basically it. So it's, oh, it's closed. It's, <laughs> it's four o'clock, it's closed. It's closed. It's the country. Uh, so yeah, they're having this big nice scene where all, everyone's having a cuddle again. Uh, they go to go and order a takeaway of some variety uh, but mum's left the wallet <laughs> delivery the says nowhere delivers to this postcode <laughs> just eat denies <laughs> but oh no uh, mum has left the wallet at the landlord's gaff oh. so the boy and Pudsey Jessica Hines, as Hines. Hines Jessica Hines has left her wallet at the landlord's gaff oh no Jessica this is all what, what you always do the wallet phone and key dance before leaving the house oh, come on Jessica love um, so I can't hear you <laughs> but she can feel your condescension <laughs> uh, so, a slight shudder went down her spine <laughs> someone's unhappy with me so Pudsey ever the hero uh, decides to run back to the landlord's gaff and find oh. a wallet he gets there's a little crack in the window and he manages to get through it and uh, gets the wallet brilliant brilliant and he goes to try and find an exit now 
he hits a wrong door or something like this, and he finds this big room where there's a model village. Puts is going, oh, that's a nice model village. That's our house. That's the thing. That's the thing. Presses a button. <gasps> oh, no. The naughty landlord is going to open up a big, like, retail park or something and uh, destroy the village and town. And, most, and uh, that's when uh, I, I think my notes have stopped. <laughs> it's very ill-advised, anyway, because shopping centres are dying to, to a penny, anyway, across so, the country. So landlord's going to ruin the country and um, this destroy is, most of the, the village. I'm, weirdly, we get up to my last notes as well. It seems like okay. we all gave up at the same well, point. But this was the one thing I point out, because yeah. then there's a chase sequence with him and the dog that sounds yes. like it's going to be hilarious but what do they do they film the exterior of the house there's something that John Sessions calls the dog which is flatulent little tit that is good <laughs> and that is my favourite line I think in any <laughs> film that we've looked at throughout the entire series we're going around applause for that line flatulent little tit so I don't have line. any more notes after this other than that yeah, Scarper is, I... is a very poor search engine I I fell asleep and assumed I could watch it the next day, and that's when Channel 5 decided to delete it from Sky. <laughs> we got our one view, we're fine. I, I have a few notes that I can sort of pick up from. Yeah, listener dear, uh, we watched the last 20 minutes or so-ish, uh, just before recording now. Can't really remember it, it's less than two hours ago. Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, Tom, can you take over? So basically, during this chase sequence... Uh, so John the landlord sees Pudsey after Pudsey's yeah. seen that there's these bands uh, in, in... The them. landlord then um, threatens to strangle the dog with a necktie, because of course you do, that's Absolutely. just yeah, what you sense. do in films. Makes sense. So then he then takes the dog back to the house and explains to them that uh, the dog is going to be taken into uh, sort of a kennels. Mm-hmm. Against oh, wow. the wishes of the kids. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. And the uh, leader of the kennels, played by uh, Jim Tavari. Yes, another person I like that was yeah. just... Formerly of the uh, the sketch show, and I think he was in Harry Potter films. Yeah, he had that great Ooh, thing okay. that he would go on stage with the big double bass and never play it. Yeah. <laughs> Which must be, a, you know, it's a great joke, but the bastard to take with you, especially when you get just starting off. Real, really point. going against did... the Chekhov's gun sort of thing. Yeah. What's this film? Did it just get the actors who didn't make it into Harry Potter? They were filmed at a similar time. <laughs> he did, though. He did. That was the okay. worst part. But, like, you know, because so, it seems to be the, the basically the, the cast-offs that would have been a Harry Potter, but didn't make it. It's the British actors they had that summer. So let's so try and me. remember the rest of the film. So they, right. the, he goes to the dog's pound, he escapes with the dogs, he does his dance, uh, 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 that uh, persuades but them But as, as he goes to the dog's pound, uh, the little kid becomes a mute again. Hooray! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Pudsey has been imprisoned by the bloke from the sketch show and convinces the other dogs there to dance by performing a routine in a tunnel to a vaguely hip hop beat with a rap about a dog. And this this is really fucking dumb, isn't it? I missed that. Oh man. Yeah, you did. It was oh. terrible. And then a spaniel does an impression of Simon Cowell. So basically, the dogs get together. They they mm. pull down this tower, which the uh, Jim Tavares in, which I think has a, it's a train set in. Is sounds familiar? Yes, there is a yes. there's a model railway set somewhere there. So basically, a bloke has his model railway ruined by dogs, which is like a horrible yeah. offence in my opinion. And then I've just put Pudsey escapes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's got previous of that because he escaped the mad lady's house with the poodles yeah so then he gets to the fate doesn't he the village yeah fate. now it's time for the, the village fate the, uh, the wonderful village fate which is the only thing that's holding this this film together with <laughs> bits of blue tack and, and <laughs> saliva and something sticky that's, that's <laughs> most of the budget of uh, fates go towards don't they John Sessions John Sessions' evil character then uh, has a discussion with one of the locals where he he basically explains the, his plot to her and she's not listening. Mm. So like the if, rest anything, of us. <laughs> if anything, she's to blame for not alerting everyone else sooner. Yeah. Um, he then uses the phrase, which I really love, enjoy your fate. Oh, boom. Is this character called Mrs. BJ? I think so. Yeah. This is a filthy film. <laughs> really Sausages. You know, BJ. Cucumbers. Cucumbers. Cow's milk in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And naughty cat onesies. So the farmer and the landlord who were feuding earlier are brothers, despite looking and sounding and totally being different. Um, Pudsey then decides he needs to save the farm. Uh, with one of the dogs he became friends with in the pound, they walk past all the JCBs. I'm Luke, I'm five, my dad's... Thank you, thank you for the JCB song reference. They, they dress up as a beekeeper. Yes, they do the standing on the shoulder thing. Yeah. And... It's, it's obviously it's a poor joke. Even though you, they walk past, which I thought was really quite funny at the time, a couple of hedgehogs that was going, that's a big beekeeper. 
Yeah, yeah. beekeeper. That was good. It's about a furry feet. Furry foot beekeeper. It was just a, a nonsense conversation mm. which really made me chuckle. It's talking hedgehogs as well. They are funny. Yeah. yeah. So we find out that whilst uh, the kids are at the fate um, mm-hmm. with the mum, Jessica Hines, Hines. 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 It'll be Stevenson for me. Always. For some reason, they left the little meat boy. eventually. We can only hope. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Jessica Bell. I don't deserve Jessica without Hines. I don't deserve her. Yeah. We'd agree with that. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd get a twist maybe if I'm lucky, but that'd just be annoying after yeah. a while. Ugh. Right. Something about, something about a talking dog. So, yeah. so uh, the, they left the youngest kid at home whilst they were at the fate, which is just... Very poor pen. The kid's been left at home, and the, now the JCBs have started up. They're heading towards uh, the, 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 uh, the farm. It's not one of those films where it's like, we've got ten minutes. Bring intention! Uh, here's the, thing. the the front JCB starts to run away on its own, and you're telling me that's not got like a failsafe option to stop it from running like that. My ass. For the purposes of a movie, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Point to lock in there. <laughs> so then, uh, Pudsey saves the day by drop kicking the small boy. He's got previous. He's got previous. He's got previous. <laughs> he went Jeff Hardy again, and we're all freaking out. Uh, so anyway, the kid's been knocked out um, for Pudsey. a long stretch of time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Pudsey's fine. He's and a vicious bastard, is Pudsey. The JCB crashes into the front of the house. Mm-hmm. So uh, John Sessions gets out, basically explains his massive plan of having a wonderful new shopping centre with ample parking and not, basically gets his creep on. Not listening to anything about the, the dying child in front of him. This is the best part. <laughs> Jessica Hines comes over. Any mother that sees her, her child being knocked out and potentially run over by a JCB would be screaming their heads off. She comes in. You're right. Mummy's here. It's mummy. I mummy's think that there were at least several takes where she went, it's all right, money's here. <laughs> I'm mummy, 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 I'm here to be a mummy. <laughs> but anyway, the kid's awake, but yeah, he has been almost run over by JCB, so he does need medical attention. <laughs> but, Fairly urgently, but you so, know, anyway, it's the, fine. The kid but instead, start... John Sessions is the one that gets wheeled into the yeah, ambulance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, the, the kid starts waking up, but Pudsey is barking at John Sessions' character who hates dogs. Mm. Until he sort of starts slumped up against the JCB, falls down, and then has like a a weird dream moment, which Pudsey's a part of because a Vulcan mind meld. With yeah, him. he ends up in this this weird thing. So John Sessions plays a small five year old version of his character, mm. complete with a ridiculous wig and like a child superimposed on a child's body, and his brother's superimposed on a baby's body. Yeah, whilst with, he, with John beard. Sessions also plays the mother and father, which makes me think. Was the little brother adopted? It must be. <laughs> yeah. So the parents have bought a dog. The kid doesn't and the like child. <laughs> and the child. The kids. The, the kid doesn't like that. The parents have got a dog when they don't spend enough time with the kids, and that's his whole reason for hating dogs. And, and his brother as well. <laughs> yeah. So Pudsey convinces him to start um, speaking dog, and he starts woofing as he goes in an ambulance. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then um, I've made a note here. It's still a dog. It's still a dog. Yeah, still yeah. a dog. Still a dog. You've been worried about that throughout the whole process. I have, been, I have been, yeah, thank you. So as if this movie wasn't English enough, we're now showing a scene of Morris dancing. Yay! And uh, the fate continues. Everyone has a lovely time. Uh, the, that massive steak pie, by the way, that the... Uh, they built a second one. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I fell into it, didn't he? He took, yeah. took an over-the-top Dolph Ziggler-esque bump. That's to go oh, into he did. No one's going to know that. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, here's a line that should have been in. Um, well, my house is ruined. My landlord has lost his mind. My husband's dead. And I have to look after three kids and a dog and a teacher's salary. But fuck it. Morris dancing! Yeah, but then uh, the um, stranger neighbour who saved them at the start says, oh, I've got plenty of room in my house. Do you want to move into my gaff? Oh, yeah. So now she's um, just gonna, basically going to bang a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do in the country. That's what everyone does. Well, that's what I've been doing for the last 24 years. Mm. And what's his name? Hey. Trevor. <laughs> Is that's probably homophobic or something? In it? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I don't understand <laughs> these things. I don't Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was uh, the film. That's 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 the film, and then we get to a, a lovely uh, ending sequence of uh, the hilarious pranks they all so, to. Look, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> you should laugh as well. <laughs> and there is Jessica just counting her money. <laughs> oh, uh, one more additional note at the end: um, the the pig lays an egg. Oh, the pig yes, actually does lay an egg, the, yeah. which which was in the trailer. 
It's always one of those oh, things. Really? It's another yeah. one of those things to show the last shot of the trailer. No one's watching the trailer. <laughs> so the pig actually does lay an egg, creating a new species of... That's our sequel. Pig chicken. Pig chicken. <laughs> so what do we all think? Oh, God, pig chicken. Um, delicious. <laughs> pig chicken. Now that is a wonderful, magical animal <laughs> right there. That's like, you, you wonder, like, the dodo is extinct. I wonder if it tasted absolutely well, it must have done. I guess That's it must why it's be, extinct. I guess it must be pink meat. Red meat, white meat, pink meat. What would it be? Would it be like pig with feathers? Or... I or think chicken or, or just with a massive chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just, just walk around, kill me! Let me die! I'm not meant to be! <laughs> Who had a poor chicken that he had to fuck? Who created me and why? Gracious, <laughs> go see. This is why evolution doesn't make sense. I don't believe in God. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't last long, would it? Hey, you know? <laughs> especially not in the country. They'd have that back of the <laughs> back of the spade. <laughs> kill it! Kill it with fire. So, what are our thoughts on Pudsy? Oh, uh, nothing. I don't have it's, a it's, thought. It's, yeah, it's a bit, I don't know if it's exhaustion from watching 15 of these or if it's just... It's just such a nothing film. It's not... I think it was something that was made. Because I think, like, if you look at some of the credits of some of the people, like, the director has directed a couple of films, but he also edited quite a few good films. Yeah. And so... And there are brief glimpses of a good movie with some good... Like you were saying, you picked out a couple of gags that weren't bad. There's one good little visual gag when she's on a search engine, she leans back and suddenly realises John Sessions has been there the whole time. So it's that sense of, okay, there are talented people working here that know what they're doing, but I really do think they were given, like, the budget was suddenly slashed, so were the days that they could film it, and they just the script pieced was it to just... put it together with blue tackens. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. Enjoy. I, you actively enjoyed. I this. found it entertaining. Well, in comparison to the rest, I found it was it entertained me. It flowed very easily. Like I said at the start, I work in a school. That's the sort of movie that we put on on a wet lunchtime. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. To yeah, kids. It's not when you've got like all the Disney's back catalogue. Yeah, but you, don't, you haven't got a kid or work with a kid. No, yeah. but I'm aware of kids' films. How and I know what's a good kids' film and what's a bad kids' film. You don't actually go and watch kids' films, though. I do. I'll go and see oh, okay. like Frozen or whatever. You oh, know, okay. I appreciate. Yeah. You know, Pixar. Right, we just let it go. Good stuff. Can't hold it back anymore. That, <laughs> that got what it deserved. Um, I just, I just thought this was rubbish. You know? it's, a, it's a throwaway kids film. Oh, it, it, I like to say, he washed over me. I, I just, I didn't. I think did not it. mind it in the slightest. It definitely entertained me. Yeah. Um, so, what do we have to do next? Could we make it better? Yeah, give them more time, give them more script. You could do a fun little comedy about the countryside. Make it fade too. Pig in the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pudsey needs to be more of a cat. I don't know. Pudsey I, was just a. Pudsey was. was I would argue if yeah. you if you made Pudsey like a celebrity and have it like have some really good celebrity cameos in it. It did. No, it didn't. It had a really good cast. It had a decent cast. If you look at who was in it, Peter Serafin, which um, Olivia Colman, yeah, as voice Jessica Hines. It doesn't. But that's still, it's still part of the cast. Hines, Jessica Hines, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> still part of the cast though. There's a decent selection. But there. what I'm saying is, the like, child actors were decent. You know, no, they weren't. They were no, the okay. middle, the child middle child one was annoying. The middle one, was just because he wanted to bang the old. <laughs> just said she was attractive. <laughs> well, listen here. <laughs> For the first time in this series, Lorcan put light on and it's marvellous. <laughs> first time in this series. <laughs> Let there be light. Some of the night time. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so he says something how, nice. How could we, how could we, how could we, how we improve? I think, just more, more I think more of a satirical slant, I think, could be taken. Having a fun, mm. like, like, kind of like a sort of taking the piss of itself mode, like, like the Lego movie is a great example of. I guess being mm. more meta in a weird way, as much meta can be a bit but too. But to give it credit. To give it credit, something like that, you've got to push it out quick because there's going to be a talking dog from an entertainment show. There's a limited lifespan. Yeah, and I think it had already under, lost that. I think, it, a, I think it was a huge flop when it came out Under a well. year you've got, pretty much, yeah. to cash that in. So it'd be like, it'd be like Chico the movie. You've got, <laughs> you've got six months there where, you know, it's you can you can get out or not at all. Well, so Chico. fair enough. I, I, did a, I didn't do a gig with him. I shared a dressing room with Chico at the Brighton Comedy Festival. I was in a sketch show and he was on after us. And he was just like, "Is that Chico?" Yeah. Another person oh, again, okay. like like uh, like 
the David Williams, he actively enjoys being famous. So let yeah. him. He was doing a gig in the same room that I was doing a sketch show in. It's this not was in his prime year. Not <laughs> who got the better audience? I did, obviously. Yeah, yeah, cool. I did. So, okay. Um, I don't have really anything to say. This is a film that barely, mm. like I said, I couldn't remember what was happening whilst it was happening. Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! How about a film that was about um, uh, children trying to be creative in the countryside, dealing with loss? Uh, Son of Rambo. That's a really good chair. There we go. Uh, Did that have talking dogs? No, but it had... Did it have a dog that can dance? I'm sure there was a dog in there somewhere. Did it have a dog that ate sausages? Well, the, what, the first film of a, a young Will Poulter as well. Yes, it was. Mm. Before, well, that was just around the time we started doing School of Comedy as well. Yeah, yeah. Which I really enjoyed. That was such a good show. Mm. I saw bits and bobs of it. I know it started off in Edinburgh, didn't it? And then, yeah, and yeah. then they did like two series on BBC. Yeah. Uh, not BBC, uh, Channel 4. Channel 4, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Son of Rambo, a lovely little film directed by Garth Jennings, I believe. Yes, yes, oh. it was. Oh, I know him. <clears throat> I don't know him, but... Yeah. You know of him. Yeah. He, so yeah. There we are, don't watch that, watch this. And our social media contacts, if you want to get in touch with me. It's... God, you're really trying to rush to the end. Oh, really? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Come on, finish it! Okay, okay, okay. Finish it. We're almost there, guys. L O R C A N. Let's do it all, let's all say it at one time. Okay, because you've already been listening to this. L O R C A N W L L A Rumble Ed, Lord Gorilla, there's my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to follow me, uh, it's <laughs> at <laughs> You whore. <laughs> you can also follow uh, Mylan uh, Bell's comedy double act at yeah, the Kamikaze Club. We, we gig around mostly around Birmingham, but come on, book us. Yeah, um, we are the They'll Cam- go as far as Wolverhampton. Uh, yeah, uh, we are the Kamikaze Club for the double act. Um, Tom Hodkinson, Lorcan Mulligan... Mulligan? Mulligan. Mulligan. <laughs> can I be a cat? You can take a mulligan on that surname and try again. Oh, no, that's a Gilligan, isn't it? I don't know. No, Mulligan. Yeah. It's a Mulligan. Oh, right. Um, Maybe I should have called myself Lorcan Mulligan. Yeah. So, so that's been the last of this uh, run of 15 films, but it's not the final episode yet of this season. Ah! This was the penultimate episode of this season, but next week we will be doing an end-of-year review. We're going to have... It's the end of term... We're going to be a, a mufty day or whatever it's called for some people. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Can bring, your own, can bring your own toys and games and all sorts of stuff. But you're not allowed a Game Boy, otherwise that'll get other people jealous. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't way. bring your fancy stuff in from home, okay? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, but do we have... Uh, well, so until, we're until be... next week, we've yep. been watching a film this week, which, you know, fair enough. You two didn't like it. I thought it was all right. But you know they had to get them. They had to get money for it. They had to get. They had to work with the bloody dog and all the animals. Yeah. Fair, and they, play, and fair again, play to whoever the assistants were for that. And they know. made clear in the credits that that wasn't easy either. No, yeah, very true. That's the one thing I like. Well, no, I quite liked a few things, but fair enough. Um, so we've been taking the piss out of a film. We haven't done anything. We've just watched it, uh, or in my case, failed to watch the last half hour. In comparison, this week I tried to go swimming because uh, I want to lose a bit of weight and try and be healthy. Went to the swimming pool, got into the change room, put my chunks on and stuff. Went to go proceed to the pool. Uh, there was no free lanes, uh, so I couldn't do. So I went back in to kill a bit of time. Went back in, went into the pool again. Still no free lanes. So I went around and just looked at the scary gym machines. Went back in again. So it just looks like I'm a massive pervert going in and watching people. Uh, it was trying to swim in their swimming costumes. I told uh, some comedy friends of mine, and what did they christen me, Tom? You are now known as Swimming Pool Nuts. Yeah, so that happened to me. Um, <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in no position to criticise anybody. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, join us next week for the roundup, and we have been the best of worst of the British podcast. Thank Thanks, Swimming Pool Nuts. And goodbye. SPN films oh <laughs> bad <Fine>. films oh <laughs> british films oh <laughs>